0: I wonder what life would have been if it was us men who got cut called by women in every corner we turned. If they parted our asses just because they wanted to. If they told us to sleep with them to get a job or good grades. If they insulted us for ignoring them. If they raped and killed us simply because we were too sexy to resist or wore revealing shorts that made them horny if we feared staying out at night because a woman would mug us. I wonder how things would have been if we men were the ones producing food in the farms but got paid a third of the value of our labor. If we married and our wives scarred us with poor decisions and violence because religion said they were the heads of the household. If women wanted to control our bodies, sit like this Don't wear that, don't play with the girls. If we shook our butts on music videos and they objectified us for money and sex. What if we men were so marginalized, we began a masculism movement to fight for equality, recognition, and dignity from women? Can you imagine missing out on a part of a chicken because tradition that women created said men shouldn't eat it? Did you know even the term feminism was coined by a man back in 1837? He was French, a philosopher by the name Charles Fourier, even though his belief in the ideology was questionable. But I wonder what would the world be like if books were written gratifying female domination as a precept for abuse and oppression? If female touts grabbed our hands, convincing us to board their matatus. If women expected us to be great cooks and exceptional fathers, strong men who stayed in abusive marriages. If we'd have to live in silence for our pain to satisfy their needs. I wonder where I'd be. Maybe in a tea plantation with ragged clothes, planning a demonstration for lack of pay, or a protest in town tomorrow against the murder of another man raped and tortured before he was executed in cold blood. If each time a man was raped, he was asked to prove it first, or blamed for walking with loose pants or a tight shirt. If we went through menstruation and were taught to hate our bodies for the satisfaction of women's desires... I really wonder what the world would be if religious books had more female writers, if the greatest superheroes in movies were girls. The World Health Organization reports depression as the largest cause of disability worldwide. More than 300 million people suffer from depression globally, the majority of them are women. On average, just 3% of government budgets are invested in mental health. Close to 800,000 people die of suicide every year. Suicide is the second leading cause of death in 15 to 29 year olds. If women are more depressed, they also attempt suicide in higher numbers but men have a higher suicide rate because they are more aggressive with their methods of self-destruction. It's called the gender paradox in suicide. It would be easier to hear a man hanged himself or jumped from a building or shot himself than a woman doing the same. Women tend to rely on overdosing, and while it could be deadlier, it is less immediate, hence more likely to be caught before death occurs. In 2003, um... A group of sociologists examined the gender and suicide gap by considering how cultural factors impacted suicide rates. The four cultural factors, power distance, individualism, uncertainty avoidance, and masculinity, were measured for 66 countries, using data from the World Health Organization. Cultural beliefs regarded individualism were most closely tied to the gender gap. Countries that placed a higher value on individualism showed higher rates of male suicide. Power distance, defined as the social separation of people based on finances or status, were negatively correlated with suicide. But countries with high levels of power distance had higher rates of female suicide. The study ultimately found that stabilizing cultural factors had a stronger effect on suicide rates for women than men. And I'm essentially calling us to be curious at these statistics. What do you think got us here? If you could remember from my last episode about the young men from Nakuru, it's interesting that by the end of our discussion, they were open to find out more about feminism – masculinity and patriarchy but it was after I gave each person who wanted to talk a chance to express their real thoughts about women I took them through a series of questions of reflection like the Adam taking responsibility to eat the fruit question what I learned is that even though we still have a long way to topple patriarchy and the oppression it castigates male privilege hinders many men from understanding women's tribulations. Male privilege is the air men breathe that they fear living without it because they don't know any other form of life. You could imagine growing up, being taught that life is supposed to be in a certain way, and by the time you're 25, 30, you discover that there's pressure to change what you've always known. And maybe we need to start thinking How much more can we lobby, can we mobilize, can we organize to help men see that male privilege is violent? How do we help them see that this thing they've been taught since they were children is not healthy for sustainability? It's not healthy for themselves. It's not healthy for the systems around them. It's not healthy for women. It's not healthy for children. It's not healthy for families. How do we organize In their book, Men's Lives, which is um, an insightful read on men and masculinity studies, Michael Kimmel and Michael Mesner say that patriarchy is a double-edged sword. It's both violent on men and women, and I really loved that point. And, And why is this? It is because men don't realize how this system is killing them. The classism within it that dehumanizes them has created a vicious cycle of unending pain, violence, and injustices among them. But because women are available to them to oppress and to use as masculinity validators, it's easier to escape their helplessness by violent behavior towards women. So here goes my point of reflection to men today. How would you cope? In a world that had men only, things as they are today. And what would it be like if the things I mentioned at the beginning of this episode happened to us instead of women? My name is Onyango Otieno. Thank you so much for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter at rixpoet, that's r-i-x-p-o-e-t same handle on Instagram and Onyango Otieno on Facebook. Let's get talking. <music>
1: Oh